Wow, we welcome back to another episode. No filter with the Yolos. I'm Manu, and I'm Hannah. First of all, thank you to everyone that's listened. Uh, I know it's almost been about two months since we last recorded our last episode. Um, quick recap um, for those of you that did listen. Um, it may have been a bit triggering, especially those of you that might be in relationships or maybe going through something similar. Um, our hope is that by us showing our sharing our story, showing our story, <laughs> <laughs> um, it gives a bit of light um, at the end of the tunnel, um, which which it was in our case. Can't can't speak for everyone, but we we know of other couples that have been through. Um, what we would consider the dark mm. dark part of their relationship um, definitely have have still got a lot of uh, growth to go um, and you know I, I'm constantly talking with um, Hannah's parents and Hannah's dad he's so <laughs> funny he's always like son I'm always learning <laughs> um, not sure if there's a good thing <laughs> If you've been married for that long, um, however, a lot of love and respect for Hannah's parents. What we want to touch on is, is effective communication. Or at least how we learnt how to communicate with each other, whether it's effective or not. <laughs> we're yeah. not sure, but we're, I feel like if you've kind of listened to all the episodes up until now, you'll definitely know where our story was and I guess how those experiences influence the way we communicate with each other now mm. and I guess there's quite a few of our friends like our married friends who have spoken to us like oh how do I talk to like my husband or how do I talk to my wife about things like because you guys just seem to like just figure it out so like how do I do the same thing and it's kind of hard to like explain it to them we kind of just be like oh just say it mm. but unless we really sit down and think about it how did we actually get to the point where we are now because I do know when we first were married and we were going through all that crap like we didn't communicate we just talked at each other and fought each other there was not really any like talking through the problem and then figuring out a solution whether it was compromising or working through it it was just no, here's the problem. It's going to stay a problem because I'm too stubborn to get over it and you're too mean to do anything, to change anything. So that's it is what it is. And things never got resolved. Yeah, 100%. And because it never got resolved, uh, things intensified. Things got a little bit more worse. Um, we started to resent each other quite a bit um, to the point where... Um, like we said in the last episode, just started throwing around a word that we always told each other we'd never use, which was the divorce word. And for those of you who who were really close to us, um, would have thought, no way, these two, they're like perfect with each other, they're like power couple, whatever. But for us, it was it was actually the complete opposite, and it was just a uh, we were. Honestly, we were really good at acting like a happy couple in front of other people. But the reality of it was we were hiding. Um, we were masking. Yeah, absolutely. We um, got really good at it, actually. 
yeah we, we actually did get really good at it where it really became the norm yeah I, I honestly look back and just thinking about it talking about um, us being in that space and it was terrible it came from a lot of um, me being a control freak um, wanting things to be a certain way um, and pretty much telling Hannah that she needed to conform to whatever I was doing she needed to do the same as well I honestly am disgusted by that that version of me that I never knew existed because I was never like that I never thought I could even be that person even looking back I'm like man was I really that person I think a lot of it too was like we were we we were still trying to fit, like I think because we got married so fast like I don't regret getting married so fast but I think we didn't really do what everybody else did and go through life mm, experiences to together to get to know how we react towards yeah. certain things or even just like you know we talked about the things that we believe in like for example like all of my mates were guys yeah. and you understood that but we there was not really an instance where I got to show you like how my friendship was with those people it was more like you were exposed to it and it triggered you yeah. to act a certain I way without the understanding yeah, I didn't care the very first part um, and Hannah knows that. Um, I know that now. Yeah. But it, at that time as well, I, I felt Hannah wasn't very faithful to me. Yeah. Um, and that was because I, I... I guess I maintained the way that I spoke to my friends, even though I had gotten into a relationship with you. I didn't change the way that I interacted with them which was yeah. wrong on my part but at the time I didn't see that I was wrong because in my mind it was just oh that's my friend that's how we've mm. always spoken but the difference is when you do get into a relationship that's quite serious you do actually you can maintain friendships but you should change the way that those interactions can occur so that the line I guess to the outside parties the lines aren't blurred mm. because for me it was like oh but I always talk like this to my mates like why is that different but if it was coming from Manu listening the lines were the lines could easily be seen as being blurred like I could be flirting with my friends or whatever but it was like innocent from my from my part yeah it's not just like talking yeah it can be from messages phone calls um, or even like how you go and hug your friends or touch. yeah um, but yeah you should you shouldn't change who you are um to maybe an extreme. tone it down it, not not turn it down um it's more of an adjustment that you mm. make because you you want to almost keep those things to to your now intimate partner yeah and so for for me when when this all went down i i started to i, I never got cold feet I just started to get real defensive and that defensiveness turned into insecurities which then turned into anger and I allowed that emotion to, to take control of who I was and made me into a person I, I totally am disgusted by it and, and totally regret. But I'm not up like but the way you're saying it is like you could have changed that if something had have happened and to to be honest, like I don't think anything 
because I wasn't in a space to listen to anything that you had to say. Yeah. Um, you probably would have would have been like that regardless whether I did listen or not because yeah. I would have done it out of fear, out of yeah. whatever. It wouldn't have been like some. I mean, I did do it. I did stop talking to my friends and I did block them and stuff because I was yeah. scared of what you would do. But we didn't really understand how to talk about it, and I guess. I wasn't open to hearing Manu's side because his delivery wasn't. Yeah, my delivery was crap. It was. It was. It I think was it was fueled by emotion rather than just trying to have a, a open conversation with me. Whereas mine was the same. Like my my side was very emotional because I am a very sentimental person and I hold on to things, and so I couldn't, I guess, separate my emotional attachment to my friends and my emotional attachment to Manu and I couldn't really like understand where he was coming from because in my mind he was just attacking me and attacking my friendships which I've had for way longer yeah. than I knew him. So some context, um, they weren't just friends, um, a couple of them were, were more than friends. They were ex, ex-boyfriends but from my side which is what I tried to explain to Manu at the time but probably very poorly was we were friends before we dated, then we dated, and we still were friends afterwards because in my mind, just because a relationship ends doesn't mean that a friendship needs to end. If there was really no grounds for that f- relationship to end that way, like if it was just kind of the ra- relationship had run its course. Yeah. But I couldn't really explain that very well to Manu. So he didn't quite, I'd, I guess he d- couldn't really understand where I was coming from. Which was, I guess, a breakdown in communication on my side. And and, and the breakdown on my side for for that um, specific situation mm. was, I wasn't able to to understand from an emotional point of view, um, in regards to sentimental pieces, mm. or that these were actually people um, that Hannah genuinely loved and still loves. Um, if they were friends way before they became boyfriends, um, and then after the boyfriend fact, like Hannah was saying, um, they remained friends, and, and, and Hannah actually moved on, and she went to Australia, came back, and, and like any friend, you know, you haven't seen them in a long time, uh, obviously you're going to want to catch up, and you talk about all the funny memories you've had together, mm. because you just don't know the next time you're going to see them. I see that now, I understand that now a lot yeah. more, well, I understood that a little bit um a while ago now um it's just unfortunate that that escalated so quickly and almost pretty much destroyed hannah and and in some some sense like literally that that part of hannah i've i i take full blame for that 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 i destroyed that part of hannah um because she no longer oh for one of them she probably hasn't been in contact with him Mm. uh due to the fact of um, other things yeah but I think like for me the hardest part for me was the fact that I didn't like when well with this particular instance we I, I had just moved back from Australia so I didn't really have any friends and all my friends were online because they were all overseas and so for me it was like okay well now you can't talk to these p- particular people even though it was online and so I just felt so lonely because I 
I mean, when I came back, I pretty much met you a couple months after I'd moved back, and then my and then your friends became my friends. So I didn't really ever have an opportunity to make my own friends. Mm. And even like even now, I don't really have any friends in New Zealand that are mine. They're all your friends, which I love them. Like we're yep. all family now. But like because that happened, I never really got an opportunity to make my own friends. And I, to be fair, I don't think I ever will because it's that's not your fault. It's just. I guess the friendship side of me is kind of shut down, and now I just don't really. Well, Hannah doesn't get along with girls at all. No, I don't. I like honestly <laughs> the amount of girlfriends I have, I can count on one hand. Yeah, I that's could, true. Like Manu, Manu has met all of them. Not, oh, uh, not yeah. all of them. Uh, yeah. Nah. I only have three, and then my cousin, so that makes four. <laughs> no, there, there was someone else, and. Oh. I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I don't but even Anna know can't who remember. you're talking about. But yeah, like, you know, and if, it, if, if I do have girlfriends, they are overseas. You know, one of them has moved back here, but it's yeah. different. Like, you know, she lives in a different town to, than I do, and she's got her own life, and I, I've got, you know, Manu and Baby, and I live in Auckland, and so it's it's just hard to keep in contact. Yeah. But we catch up when we do, but it's, it's always just going to be different because... You know, now I feel like I went from 10 friends <laughs> to four, <laughs> which is kind of sad. But, you know, it is what it is. We grow up and we move on. And yeah. Um, and, and so how did I ever get to a place where I was able to um, get to to where I am now? And I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know the answer because yeah. I don't even remember how it happened. It all started, um, obviously it never happened overnight because this continued on. Um, but it all started with Hannah's mum like I said in the last um, episode uh, I'm probably going to refer back to Hannah's mum quite a bit <laughs> to be very fair um, she was or she is um, our glue she and still continues to be that for us even though we don't uh, it's, it's rare <laughs> to ever hear me and Hannah ever argue about anything um you you might if you are over or you do see us in public or whatever um we probably just disagree on stuff and that's about it um well, it's just a difference of opinion yeah but it's very rare for us to argue however how, how i got there was hannah's mum um whatever it is that she did or she saw in me um she felt that she could see potential in me or maybe it was because of the love that she had for Hannah um, and she didn't want us to fail or, or to be looking back at our lives and have this as um, uh, me and Hannah separated or, or that must have been something I don't know what it was that she was thinking of but that's what I can um, gather or feel or assume but she would all like often would sit with me, talk with me, um, counsel me, and, and at times without Hannah. But a lot of times it was alongside Hannah, and and you you'd think that, hey, um, Hannah's mum going to take her side. It was actually quite the opposite. <laughs> it used to piss me off. <laughs> and, and she would never yeah. take. I felt like she didn't take my side. She always took <laughs> my side. <laughs> Or maybe Hannah's mum was just waiting to attack her. No, yeah, I maybe, know. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what Hannah's life was growing up. So. 
Maybe she was a bit of a... I was. Just a little rat bag. Something. <laughs> but she planted small seeds in me to get me back to um, who I know I should be and, and can continue to grow to be. But I can't give you a exact date or anything. What I do know is that the better part of our life... When did you know it like, stopped bothering you? Like, for example, if I had of like... Sp- if my mum was over and something happened and it reminded me of like a time with one of my friends growing up and if I had just said it out loud to her do you kind of know like a time when you would have been like oh that's a funny story rather than don't ever bring their name into this house kind of thing it was probably the first half of 2019 oh really that long yeah the first half of 2019 I I honestly genuinely (laughs) got to a point where I was like you know what it's okay mm. and and I was was it after my friend came back to visit and I went and hung out with them was it after that just before that actually oh really yeah oh. it was just before that because I, I, I genuinely was like oh cool mm. go do your thing yeah Um. yeah I remember that actually and then after that I, I, I genuinely was just like oh there's there's nothing bothering me at all. I, I maybe didn't even know that. maybe I was insane because I was out looking after Hannah's uncle's property all the way out of Ragland. I don't know. There was also other stuff going on around that time frame too. Remember with your family? Yeah, that's true. So maybe you kind of, I mean, I don't know if this is the case, but maybe you yeah. just thought that was like trivial things that you didn't really need to care about because there was more important things going on. Or yeah, that's tr- that maybe I, I don't know yeah maybe it took my mind off it who knows yeah but yeah i can go back as far as 2019 2019 or maybe the very beginning i don't, can't remember really but mm. it was definitely 2019 and more so coming over to january of 2020 mm. is where i feel the the real growth of hannah's husband <laughs> now <laughs> has learned how to become hannah's best friend yeah you know the crazy thing is too like before Manu I guess came to this realisation like before you did there's no way we could have sat down and spoken about any of this without having an argument yeah that's true because you would have been on. I, I would have been like what do you want to tell people about this or like or, just or keep not this even to that. ourselves you just would have been like don't bring up your friends like I don't want to hear about them like you, like you know stuff them yeah no true <laughs> like you would have done that there would have been no opportunity for us to even like talk it out and then I wouldn't have even known in 2019 that was when you kind of were like okay like I, I still would have got I, like to this day I still would have kind of walked around thinking that you just didn't no not to this day yes because <laughs> no. I'm literally sitting here going well I didn't know that <laughs> but I think she's capping guys I'm not I promise <laughs> <laughs> but I think for us like from that particular experience like for me it showed me that like we have to no not we I'll speak for me that I have to be less emotional when it comes to things pertaining to me because I feel like when I become too emotional talking about I would say my friends or my family I automatically go on the defense and anything that Manu says even if it's like nice it'll come across as he's attacking me or attacking my friends or my family or my relationships and so I don't ever attack her family by the way that's what I mean but (laughs) because I'll be in that particular I'll automatically be like okay what's going on like why why are you going to say that why are you saying like that even if it's not in a different even if it's not in like malicious intent or whatever Mm. 
but I will go on the defense automatically because I'm emotional and I don't actually listen to what Manu is saying so it just turns into an argument because I haven't even understood what he's trying to say <laughs> yeah actually you know what <coughs> speaking of 2019 um, it was probably more in 2018 where our communication got better where it started to get better because 2017 mm. I'd say so I'll, I'll, I'll start this off when Hannah and I got married um I, I made a promise. I said, I promise you, oh, I won't drink kava. I didn't even know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> I, I promise you, I, I won't grow a beard. I'll, I'll be no, clean no, no. shaven. You, listen, you, listen, no, listen. No, you weren't just promising me. It was a conversation that we had. And no, I no, just I did say. No, but Anna, actually. Anna? Anna <laughs> which wife is this? Who's, who's Anna? Anna, if you're out there, I love you. <laughs> um, Hannah did say to me, you have to promise me. This literally were these were literally her words. This were literally her back. <laughs> You're on a roll today. <laughs> but she said, You have to promise me. You have to be clean shaven. Um this was when Hannah was in her righteous phase. I was yes, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> and um <laughs> Oh, I guess I do have to say I do like your beard now, so can we just never bring up that promise ever um, again? And, and <laughs> she loves that I drink cover now. Um uh, yeah, yeah, not love it, but I do. Yeah, she does love it because oh she loves gosh. it for me. There was an, <laughs> I love don't make you. me bring up the other night. You're like, oh, I love you. You're not gonna have cover tonight. I and love I like, you, girl. Stop I love it. you. <laughs> Anywho, um, so he made he made uh, this uh, promise to me blindly. Yeah, out of love. <laughs> I I didn't know um, this person personally at the time. Uh, I knew um, one of his kids um, who I went to school with and eventually he, well he knew my older brother and eventually um, we bumped into each other and the conversation got started where hey if you're available free come around we have carve at the house uh, yada 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 and I said yeah you know what I'm, let me have a chat to my wife and see what she says or what she feels you mean have a chat but really say you're going <laughs> and, and <laughs> i just pretty much said to her hey i'm gonna go um not can i go i'm going to go and when i get there i'm like hey look they're having cover i'd really like to she goes well no. you're gonna do it anyway <laughs> but you know what my answer is um and i still did it anyway because i'm a grown man because <laughs> <laughs> you, you are meanie <laughs> and so i i i had cover and you know what? My life was fulfilled. <laughs> your life outside of your wife was fulfilled. Your life with your wife but was then not. <laughs> the the problem came was because I started to no, lie. Th this was a, another problem that arose. The first one was that you broke your promise to me. See, I told you she said a promise. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then the second promise, no, the second problem was that you were lying. Which both of them, they both amount to lying. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> betrayal <laughs> so i started lying to hannah which is terrible don't ever lie to your partners people. oh oh this is on record everybody you heard Unless it you're you my witness no 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 you're my witness yourself <laughs> and others <laughs> however i just started blatantly lying to hannah and just telling her hey look i'm just gonna be over there for Couple an hour hours. to uh oh i'll message you 
one, two, three hours would go. Hannah no would message. message, where are you? Oh, just finishing up. Another hour has gone by. You said you were finishing up. Oh, yeah, that's the last ball. Another hour would go by. Okay, on my way. You said you're on your way. <laughs> Bruh, I can't tell you how many times that I just lay in bit. bed, so like fuming. And you know, the, the funniest part about it, looking back, I, I was like, you know what? She's already angry. Might as well stay. Bruh. <laughs> the problem too, I think why I was so angry back then was one, because you were lying to me. But also because, like, that was a time in our marriage where, I mean, at the very beginning of our marriage, me and Manu kind of alternated between working and not working, like, for for different reasons and things that would come up. And so at this particular time, I was the only one working. He was, he had left work to yep. go and study, um, but he was not studying at that time. Yeah. And he was, while I was at work, in a kind of stressful job I would say um, he was at home playing Fortnite and then I would come home and such then, a difficult life and so like, literally he was play, playing Fortnite all night all day then I would get home he's still on Fortnite then he's like okay I'm off to go see my mates and have cover and so I wouldn't see him at all because he was on his game and then I'd get home still on his game then he'd piss off to his mate's house and he'd be there all night and so for me there was resentment because I was like well I'm here working my ass off so that we can live we can pay our rent we can have food like and you're just pissing around doing nothing when you're supposed to be either looking for a job or you're supposed to be studying that was the whole point yeah and the the problem with Manu at the time was that he was actually going through a mental health crisis and he didn't even tell me anything about it he just let me think that he was just being this lazy ass doing nothing and taking advantage of me and prioritizing his friends over me. So again, another breakdown in communication where we didn't... She used mean words. <laughs> I did not. She called me the A. <laughs> so, I mean, I think if he had, if I felt like he had been pulling his weight or at least doing what he said he was going to do, which is study or work or even if he had told me hey look I'm just going through a rough time at the moment like I just need a bit of grace like can you just you know help me out I think it probably wouldn't have been as volatile as it was which we all know men don't we do not care for women's opinions especially when we're when we're going through something hard Uh, we want to just keep it to ourselves yeah Um, but it shows um, in other avenues like Hannah was saying it looked like I was being lazy, it just and I was. Mm. Um, and it got to a point where I literally just you didn't care. Didn't care because to Actually, me that's not that, true. That you didn't care about me. You didn't care about our relationship because yeah. you were trying to do what was best for you. Yeah, I, I I just was passing time, getting through everything that whatever it was, and Carver to honestly Carver's what slowly started to bring out the the conversations for me mm. and long story short I moved away and and went with um, my doko Aki and he and I and one of our other dokos who I call Big Bro Alkana we we started our own little kalapu um, which is called Iwi it is what it is is what it stands for and at first we we started to, to, to do that, and um, but the lying still continued. I would still tell Hannah, and, and the house was a lot closer this time. 
but yet I'd still tell Hannah, hey, look, I'll be home. I'm just up the road, let me know. Um, she'd let me know and I'd be like, oh, hold on, I'll be about 30 minutes, then I'll come. 30 minutes would disappear. However, eventually it got to a point where our conversations in our um, kalapu, kalapu just means club in, in Tongan, we, we made a safe space for us to actually start talking about stuff. And we actually all started opening up to each other, um, which allowed me to to start talking to, to Hannah. And, and as a result, Hannah started to trust me. She still didn't like that I was doing kava at the time, but she was happy for me. I started to get motivated again. And because I was part of the circle, it allowed me to then reach out to people that that potentially could give me work. Mm. And eventually I was able to jump into a space that I was very passionate about. Um, and that was working alongside troubled youth um, at an education provider. Yeah. I think what shifted for me with Manu being okay, like with me being okay with Manu going to drink cover, was the fact that he stopped hiding things from me. Like yeah. when he was going to this, with this other guy, I just felt like he was very shady. Like he always came home like he had secrets or... Whenever, Which I did. Yeah, like you know, I just felt like he was very secretive, very dodgy, very just sketchy, and it was not someone that I wanted to be around. And I didn't like how that made me feel. Was that, you know, it kind of made me think, oh, is he going off to these men that I don't know and talking crap about me? Like, is he bagging on me? Is he making me out to be some kind of devil wife who? hates on him and his culture and you know I, I, like I didn't know and he wasn't telling me like anything otherwise so that's all I had to go off and it's like oh well you you want to go and spend hours with these people mm. but you don't want to spend hours with me and I'm your wife yeah. like you're, you're supposed to be with me but then once he started going to this other place he actually I, I mean I by that point I think I'd stopped asking like mm. I didn't ask you what you did that night or I didn't ask you how things were going but all of a sudden you just started talking to me and saying oh you know me and me and the boys like we had a really good talk tonight like you know one of them is struggling and, and I said oh I'm struggling with that too and like we were helping each other through it or like you would tell me oh my gosh like one of the boys really needs us tonight like it's it, he's really going through it and I'm like oh okay off you go then like I don't think I would have ever had a problem if you actually were like honest with me like if you told me what was going on I don't need to know details I don't need to know what's going on with your friends like that's none of my business what you guys talk about is what you talk about mm. but if you let me in then I'm more I guess willing because I don't feel like you're being some sort of shady guy doing slim shady <laughs> you know like and, and even now like I what Manu was saying I don't have a problem with him drinking kava in fact I support him doing it but I Ooh, have some recorded. Oh my gosh! But I, but he knows that I have like my, I guess, boundaries or things that I would just like him to take into consideration. And yep. one of those is that I, I, if he's going to drink cover, I prefer him to do it at home because he's around if I need help. Now that we have baby, like if I need if I need him, then he can just quickly run upstairs. He can help me out, and then he can come back down. And and he's with his friends. Like mm. all of his friends are either fathers or fathers to be so they understand and they're the ones who are like just yell out if you need them like we're all good all the boys that come i know them and if i've never met them before manu introduces me to them like when i come down 
you know, if I need to get something for baby or myself, like, he's not hushing the boys. They just continue with their conversation. They continue with whatever they're doing. Unless Uh, they wake my baby up. Well, yeah, unless they wake the baby up. But even then, they're just like, sis, just tell us if we're too noisy. Like, they, they respect the space that they're in. And it's very open. Like, you know, whatever I hear when I come down, I will never share with anybody. That's not my place. And they trust me enough to just be open with each other, whether I'm here or not. They don't change who they are, which I think is, a, like, that's a privilege for me because I do know that a lot of them do change the way that they are around other wives in the group. Yep. Um, so I, I feel very privileged that they trust me enough to, to stay the way that they are. And I also enjoy that this house is a safe space for them because that's something that me and Manu have always wanted to I guess have in our home was that it's a safe space for our friends it's a safe space for young people like if they're ever going through something they can come here and they can either just go through it on their own or they can talk to us about it and we can try and give them a different perspective and so the fact that Manu is able to create that environment here and I guess in some way I can be a part of it um, I really like that so I don't mind him Driggy cover now because he he does he respects he respects my boundaries and he doesn't lie anymore (laughs) 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 i guess your friends hold you accountable so (laughs) you can't really lie to me (laughs) or do i (laughs) um i'm I'm grateful Uh, i really am and and you're probably sitting there wondering what are these boundaries the the boundaries aren't limitations that that are overly crazy it's just that um traditional cover you're you're meant to have a woman serving um however i don't allow that i can honestly say i've probably only ever been to one or or maybe two actually where there was a woman serving one of which wasn't even um she wasn't really serving she kind of just sat there and someone else was doing it she just kind of fit the role um, that's a whole different thing to talk about however here at my house the only woman that I um, accept or invited here you you either got to be married to one of the boys um, or engaged a bloody lesbian <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or engaged or, or seriously dating one of the boys in our circle um, for you to be able to come over and and, and be in our home and probably um, while, half while we're having cover. Would you say that half of that is because I don't really get along with girls and I'm not going to give effort if you're not going to be in it for the long haul? <laughs> nah. <laughs> that's, that's never, I've never thought of that, actually. Okay, I, that's I just don't, me? All right. Yeah, I don't ever think of that kind of stuff, to be fair. Um, a, a lot of it, for me, has to do with just me respecting Hannah at, um, because this is our home. Mm. And already I've, I've introduced Carver into a home where... Um, our boys can come in, but that that didn't just happen overnight. It, it was a thing that started from bad communication right up until this day, where now my boys um, would ra- some of the dockers would come over randomly now, mm. and maybe it's just me and them that that have a um, a quick mix of kava, or maybe it's a, a, a set one. A lot of times, it's uh, unplanned, and then all of a sudden I'm messaging Hannah on a Thursday going. Oh, the boys are wanting to come over on Friday and have cover. And and there's never, to, to any of the boys that ever listen to this, Hannah's never turned it down. She's never said no. Um, that's not to say that she, she, she won't now, 
Um, yeah, right. But I think the difference now is that it's not so much that I'm not lying to her, it's that she's seen what we do. Mm. Um, she knows what we talk about. A lot of it's just gibberish. <laughs> or just um, singing. <laughs> or just singing. Or yelling or at just, the TV. Or we're here just <laughs> watching a game. Yeah. Um, but by far, far better than seeing us in town on other mm. vices. Yeah. Um, that are quite accessible to people your age. <laughs> no, to everybody. Well, you're true. Right? But, but again, you had if you never had of opened up to me and told me what it was yeah. for you, I probably would still be the same. I'd Absolutely. be resentful. I'd be like, nah, you're never doing it. If you're going to do it, like, stuff you. Yeah. It took you, which is the kind of the same thing as before. It took me actually explaining to you what friendships were to me. And then it took you to explain what Kava is. So it's almost like the things that we both kind of were, I guess, held close to us. It was, we had to open up about them in an honest way. Yeah. But also, too, I think you probably knew at the time that I was ready to listen to it, maybe. And, and I guess my one, I just stopped doing it because it was t- it was just too much fighting. But you kind of came to it of your own accord and it stopped being, I guess, the point of contention. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's funny because before I even met Hannah, I, I was drinking kava quite um, regularly and there was a small, small circle of us. I didn't know that. Now, <laughs> I just had a quick look at our group chat, and there's 26. Oh my goodness! There's 26 people, <laughs> um, but there's never been. Maybe there was almost one occasion where almost everybody was. It was here. your birthday. It was for my birthday. It was actually one of the best. That was so one cool One of the to best see. birthdays I've had. That was such a cool thing to see yeah. for me. I thought it was awesome. The boys don't know this, but. I was actually quite emotional because I was like, "Far out! This is actually, I live for this." It's everyone that you love, all the boys that have been there for you. For no, I don't a love lot. any of them. Don't lie. You <laughs> know you love them. Yeah, and and I had my boys from Hamilton. They were up here. Yeah, it was real. It was a really cool night, and then there was just me upstairs by myself because we didn't have our daughter at the time. Yeah, when I die, that's what I want. When I die, I, I want, I want to be in my lounge in my coffin. And I want the boys to be mixing every night, just singing in the corner. So you guys are going to have to organize that because I'm already going to be dead. I already told my new I'm dying before him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But those are just a couple of examples of where our breakdowns were, things that helped us along our way. Um, So how how has it influenced us moving forward? Because I know we still do have disagreements. Most of the time it's about... (laughs) our parenting (laughs) but how have we gotten like how has it influenced I guess the way you talk like you communicate now because for me I try to be a bit more (laughs) my wife's so funny eh? she asks the question and then she goes how have you and then she goes I'm sorry it's my ADHD (laughs) if anyone doesn't know I have ADHD and so I do I over explain I forget what I say (laughs) And I repeat myself a lot, so I'm really sorry. That's all right. You know, I'm used to it. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, the way that I try to go into a conversation now is I try to understand his perspective, even though a lot of the time I'm still emotional, but I can blame that on the baby because having a baby is hard. It's really hard on your emotions. It's a lot. 
And so a lot of the times I am too emotional to even have a proper conversation with Manu. And I, if he's not going to hear it from my perspective or if he's not going to understand it from my perspective, I just fight him. Because you know, if, <laughs> if I'm not listening to Hannah about something that she's trying to help me understand, because half the time I won't understand it mm. and I'm sitting there struggling and then I'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to let her rant because that's all I can do. Let her vent, let her vent. Yeah. Or <laughs> she sends me bloody TikToks. I knew you were. Go- I was just sitting here going, "He's gonna say I send him TikToks." She'll send me twenty something TikToks a day. Okay, but that's no, not that much. No, but, but eighteen of them are probably funny videos, and two are probably subliminal messages that I'm trying to tell. And him. then she'll be like, <laughs> "This is exactly how I feel," and then I'll be like, "Heart emoji, that's awesome." But do you actually read it? I do. I do. Read oh, okay. It. Do does it help you? No, because I'm oh, still like... What the hell? <laughs> what the hell's my wife on? <laughs> I don't ever... I, would, I don't think I'll ever get it because I don't know what that feeling is. Mm. I don't know what it's like to push out a baby, live with a baby 24-7. I don't do that. Yeah. I live with the baby when I get back from work. Until she goes to sleep. And then I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so for the mo- most that part of my daughter's <laughs> life, I may be awake in her life for less than six hours of her actual life here because mm. she'll be in between naps all, all she wants is her source of food she just wants the boobies <laughs> Hannah's breasticles <laughs> but in saying that it, it, it hurts because I've you know I've been yearning to have this little miracle in my hands too and, and sometimes a lot of times actually Hannah forgets that I, I am doing everything I possibly can. Sometimes I'm just wasted, which is absolutely I fine. I never forget. But she sometimes forgets. Uh, forget's the wrong word. No, you do forget. Okay, go say it and then I'll correct you. <laughs> She'll be like... See, we're communicating. <laughs> I'm so tired. I just want to shower. This is her when she's talking to her mum. And then Hannah's mum, she's just like, well, why don't you just give baby to money and then you can shower? And I'm like, girl, the amount of times I've told Hannah to go shower, the amount of times she replies back with, I'm too cold. Okay. And I'm just like. See, now I have to defend myself. No, because the times where Hannah wants to shower, baby does something crazy. Whatever it is, she takes up Hannah's time. And then the times when I'm home, baby falls asleep before I get home. It's very rare that she's still awake when I'm home. Um, You're coming, sleepy. <laughs> when I'm on my drive here, she goes, he's she coming home. Out. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> but and then she wakes up. She, I'm not the first thing she wants. She needs food. Mm. Um, but I do, I, I have given her cuddles and to try and get that ball rolling. Um, no, but see, now I have to defend myself because that's the, I have to explain it. Because I've tried to explain it to you, right? So in my mind, I... I don't know if it's my ADHD or, or, or what my mental health. I don't know what it is because I've got a lot of letters attached to my brain. <laughs> but I am not someone who can just suddenly be like, okay, I need to do this. Even though I know I need to shower because oh, I've yeah. got spew on me or whatever. Like, I know I need to and I want to. That's the difference. I want to. Like but Those of you that don't know, and if you haven't been following Hannah's journey um, on other platforms, Hannah is is actually diagnosed 
Yeah, I'm not just like one of those. A doctor has diagnosed her. Yeah. I was there with her. Yeah. Hannah's mum was there with her. She doesn't just say ADHD. I'm not trying to just be cool or whatever. So for anyone that, that does have it, please know Hannah's actually being genuine as well. And she's not just trying to um, hide behind this. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's my ADHD or wh- whatever it is, but... I have this thing where I know I need to go do something, which is shower, and I know you do take baby to try and help me, but I guess the breakdown in communication is me trying to explain the way that my brain works and you understanding that, because if you've never had to do that, like deal with it, you there's no way you can understand. Yeah. And so for me, if he says, give me baby and I'll go shower, in my mind, it's like, no, but I, I can't just go and shower right now because I'm thinking because I fed baby half an hour ago and right now she's cluster feeding so she's going to need to feed really soon and if I jump in the shower well I need to wash my hair too but then also instead of having a shower I could be doing the laundry or I could be having something to eat or I could like or playing a game just so that yeah, she can or calm I, down or I could just like wind down something. for 10 minutes so then I can go and focus on having a shower like there's 10 million other things going on in my head like, that right now she could be sleeping <laughs> well yeah like right now i could be sleeping but i'm not because i really want to do the podcast because this is like my my release my outlet i guess yeah. so like there's all these things that go in my mind and the whole time is me going no but it just makes sense to go and shower but i can't when i when i said hannah forgets when she explains to people that um she wants to do stuff but she can't she always forgets to mention that i i actually do help yeah she always forgets and that's what that that hurts me and so i'm just like man now your mom probably thinks i'm a lazy bum <laughs> i and think it's, it's because like, i assume those people think i'm a lazy bum i think it's because i assume that they understand no, because they, they they even reply back with a solution uh, yeah, for money to do something then. and i'm just like sitting there and hannah's just agreeing with them and i'm just like She's done it again. But that's that is my fault. But again, it's but I have never been angry with Hannah for it. Yeah. I just sit there and take it because her bloody TikToks tell me just to take it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of it too, I think, is perspective as well. Because, like, I do see a lot that you do, right? Yeah. But then in my mind, I'm seeing everything that you're not doing, but I'm not telling you or asking you to do it. Yeah. So you can't do what, like, anyone who has a baby and a partner would know. Yeah. The mother really. thinks about twenty million things. The dad only thinks about the thing that you ask him to do. Yeah. He doesn't think about everything else. And half the time, you don't want to tell the dad to do something because it's so much quicker if you do it because you don't want to have to explain how it needs to be done. Or I do it and it's not the right way. Yeah. So then I have to redo it anyway. So I might as well have done it myself but but here's the thing <laughs> there, there are a lot of things i can actually do really well yes but also at the same time it might not be what i need <laughs> i i generally come from a very stressful job yeah it's very stressful um and and i don't just say that just to say that yeah and, and on my drive home because i carpool now I, I i don't just get to relax on my drive home mm. and you part of that is because talking. i want to save money yeah. why, why would i drive four weeks in a row in a month when you can drive when I two. can drive just for two weeks yeah um, so shout out to my colleague Pauline thank you hope you don't um, leave anytime soon <laughs> or that you don't leave <laughs> um, but but it's, it's it benefits both of us quite a bit um, but it benefits my family especially um, 
when my daughter needs bigger nappies. <laughs> um, and, and going back to that communication piece, I I don't read minds. Men never do. Yeah. Um, I I sometimes can catch what Hannah's wanting to do, like more more now. Um, like today for an example, just because it's fresh in my mind. But there are a lot of things that I've done like this. Hannah, um, obviously I know Hannah's home, but I also know she's full-time mum, 24-7. That doesn't stop for her. Um, and because I, I went to a course today, it wasn't like I had to do anything physical. It was a hard course. I came back, but it wasn't like I was doing anything my BAU, business as usual at work. And so I, I know I have energy. My friends show up, had a chat with them. I knew that dinner needed to be done. Hannah's sister was over, she took baby, and I could have just sat there on my phone. I literally could have just sat there on my phone and Hannah probably would have just started cooking and done all the the whole dinner. But I saw her get up and I knew it was time to start cooking dinner. Mm. And so while she's cutting chicken, I'll go peel and cut the potatoes. I'll cut the broccoli and everything else that needs to go in. Yeah. Or start prepping things um, because Hannah can do a nice sauce. I know I can't. So I start getting everything ready for it just so that there's a little bit extra time because we just never know when we need to look after the baby or which one of us needs to hold baby. Mm. We're just very fortunate that baby and her auntie, um, Baba, a.k.a. Rebecca, w- was here with us to be able to take some of that pressure or that stress off us so that we could get dinner ready and prepared because it also happened just to be one of my little brother's birthdays. Mm. So, shout out to you, you little egg. <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> but, th- I don't think communication always has to be words. Yeah. I think you can read the other person a- and see things. Um, but that also can be quite dangerous. Often, a- and it can be in, in vice versa, but Hannah would look at my face and what looks like I'm angry, I'm just tired. Uh, or a- And I could look at Hannah... And she's probably, she literally would have 10, 20 things running through her head. I don't know what all those things are. <laughs> yeah. But I can see emotion. And I can see that she is... Tapped out. Exhausted. <laughs> but I know I need to get up, get my butt to work, do my best to achieve the best outcomes. But it doesn't mean that I disregard being a father. I Which know that you never that's really have. important. You never have even even if you don't do anything else that I don't that I want you to do, the fact that you look after our daughter and that you love her so much and you work so hard to provide for her, that's like you can't beat that. Yeah. Like Absolutely. yes I yes, I need to be better at saying I need you to do this. I yeah. need to give you the opportunity to do it. <laughs> I need to give you the opportunity to do it wrong and let me correct you. <laughs> Uh, honestly, love, <laughs> I, I, I honestly genuinely believe this. If your brain wasn't so unique, right, which is what the doctor said. And I just call it broken. <laughs> Hannah calls it broken. She has a unique brain. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel she would have a lot more energy, a lot more rested. Mm. Um, but because her, um, her brain is not ever resting... <laughs> It takes away the time where she knows she needs to be looking after herself. Yeah. Especially while baby is resting. Yeah. Um, so that that's what makes it a little bit more difficult in our situation. But our communication. But to be to your credit, you have learnt 
how to communicate with me yeah and how to understand i guess where my adhd is influencing my (laughs) conversations with you like definitely but that's the learning curve too like that's probably only in the last year like since i've been diagnosed where you've actually tried to understand and it you know what we're two weeks or, or three three weeks almost away from baby hitting the six month mark. oh let's not talk about that so quick oh that hurts my heart <laughs> doesn't hurt mine she needs to start doing her part in the house <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying to communicate to to my daughter that at six months she needs to start paying rent <laughs> to honestly i feel like i feel like our communication is best when it's at night like when it's just me and you and there's no outside influences and also when we drive to Hamilton and drive back to Auckland I feel like that's when we have our best chats because we can't go anywhere like we're stuck I'm a very silent person you are not anyone who knows Manu knows he is the complete opposite I'm shy (laughs) I don't like being social (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like though that's when we have the best chats because maybe I feel like we're ready to listen i don't know all i know is i feel like talking with you about how we communicate it's it's definitely opened my eyes where i need to be better and i'm gonna i'm gonna work on it and i hope i hope you're gonna give me a chance i've been giving you a chance mate oh my gosh gave you a chance today (laughs) (laughs) look this is probably just like um mishmash of stories and i guess the lessons that we've learned over time but i hope that there's stuff in there that you've found or even that you've heard that you can kind of maybe reflect on your own communication with your partner or even just things that you didn't think about or maybe you want to try but all i know is that i'm glad that we've had the crap that we have had that's influenced the way we talk now because 100 it's literally talking to my best friend and I love that. I mean, we still fight, not fight. We still argue. But, you know, when you're tired, sleep deprived, spew covered, haven't showered in two days and starving, can you really blame me? <laughs> my best friend is my daughter. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been, I've been replaced. <laughs> Lovely. Well, my daughter's best friend is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I hope you guys have, you know, gotten something out of this episode. We truly do kind of go into episodes with a topic we don't talk about it beforehand we kind of just see where it goes and hope that something that we says hits um, but we're so grateful for you guys for you know sticking around with us for messaging through sending us i guess what resonates with you with our stories with our podcasts and we're just grateful to have you guys along the journey with us you know hopefully we've got more to come hopefully it's not going to be two months before the next one <laughs> yeah hopefully not <laughs> and like Hannah said, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm Manu. I'm Hannah. Thank you for listening to No Filter with the Olives. Bye. See ya. <laughs>